Let me quote our uncle Sigmund Freud, and according to him, neurosis is a coping strategy caused by unsuccessfully repressed emotions from past experiences. These emotions overwhelm or interfere with current experience. So this will help you to really understand what is going on. Imagine you're having a beautiful day and you are enjoying your life, you're having the best time of your life and you have this trigger come up and destroy your whole uh, experience. You start to feel some kind of way and you start to say the weirdest things that don't make sense. So yeah, it's already clear. I'm sure you understand that it's past stuff that you haven't dealt with that my friend you need to clear hi everyone and welcome to love tune your space for healing inspiration and growth my name is Annie Manukan and today we will be talking about healing neuroticism and growing yourself into maturity that actually leads to creating thriving life and relationships. So if this is your cup of tea, then keep on listening. What we will be covering today is what is actually neuroticism, how to self-diagnose, how to grow yourself into maturity and have and lead a joyful life. And before we get started, I just want to make it clear that I'm not a psychologist. I will not be sharing theory with you. What I will be sharing with you is coming from my own experience and also from my training as a initiate healer and also trained intuitive coach. But most importantly, what has helped me to lead a joyful life and have healthy, thriving relationships. So let's get started with our topic and our first point, which is what is neuroticism and why am I even bringing this antique word up now in 2023? And before I tell you my own perspective of what neuroticism is, I would like to share with you the academic explanation of what neuroticism means, and then I will share my own opinion of what neuroticism is. So I'm going to read this to you from Very Wild Mind, that's a medically reviewed article and their definition of what is neuroticism. Neuroticism is a trait that reflects a person's level of emotional stability. It is often defined as a negative personality trait involving negative emotions, poor self-regulation, trouble dealing with stress, a strong reaction to perceived threats and a tendency complain, or have a reduced ability to calm themselves down when upset or worried. And you can find the link to this article in the resources section. The word neuroticism itself is not so commonly used in psychology anymore because it's very broad and nowadays they just use the words that... Um, describes the symptom instead. But I think it's a good word to <laughs> explain some of the traits and covers the whole thing. Uh, especially when we go th through the traits, you will understand what I mean. But in my own opinion, in simple terms, what neuroticism is, it is lack of love when growing up or not enough of it. Uh, or love was substituted with gifts or anything else 
But as you may know, the child needs love and affection more than anything else when growing up. And I think this is a big aspect that a lot of uh, parents don't consider. Like they think about how will we provide for this child, but will we give enough love to this child for it to grow up emotionally stable? The child grows up then not feeling enough, not good enough, not this enough or that. And that in turn shows up in compensating with performance, with looks, achievements, anything to show, uh, you know, the parents or whoever that they are deserving or they are worthy of this love and affection. Most times this neuroticism develops in childhood, but it can also actually develop in adult ages and it can come from extreme stressful situations. Uh, for example, if you have a sick child or death in the family, like anything that really causes you to go into these extremes of stressful situations and yeah, it can take some time to get yourself back into this stable emotional state. So that's also when this neuroticism can deepen if you have any symptoms. Not symptoms, I mean, it's not, a, of course, a disease, but it's just the traits of a person. So let's cover some of these traits. So some of the traits are an overall tendency towards negative emotions, feelings of anxiety or irritability, poor emotional stability, feelings of self-doubt, being self-conscious or shy, experiencing moodiness, sadness or depression, easily stressed or upset, unable to handle stress well, dramatic changes in feelings, lack of resilience or difficulty bouncing back after adversity, chronic worrying about a variety of things, etc, etc. The list goes on. You can have a look at the whole list uh, using the link that I provide. But as you can see, these traits are really common. I mean, I'm sure you have experienced one or more, and I'm sure these are traits that come up here and there. And what we want to do is really uh, decrease this effect of this neuroticism or completely eliminate them altogether uh, so that you can have more emotional stability and not fall for this, you know, uh, self-doubt, all the rest, uh, all the other traits that I mentioned. And that's why I also link it to having that emotional stability and anchor when growing up. It really affects how we grow up and all the traits that we carry on. If, and if we had a strong emotional bonding, st strong emotional support and love growing up, then we have much less of this traits of neuroticism uh, compared to if we, you know, didn't have that support and emotional stability when growing up so this is basically the idea and in my opinion at its core it's basically what neuroticism is it's a collection of fears so the opposite of fear is love and fear restricts your body and your system it puts you into fight and flight mode and if this is 
uh, for a longer period of time, of course, all sorts of disease starts to build up and show up in your system. And why is that? Because your blood is not flowing properly in, you know, within your body, in your system, and all kinds of disease develop from this space when your organs don't get enough blood flow and oxygen. And that's why we really want to focus on this because this kind of stress is really harmful for your health and well-being. Having this constant neurotic state and irritability. So really healing yourself from this constant, tense, stressful, neurotic state is a must for your overall health and well-being, but also, of course, to build a stable emotional space within yourself to be able to have healthy relationships. And again, we have neuroticism more or less in high degrees or very low degrees, and you can self-diagnose. And here are some points for you to consider people with higher neuroticism and higher behaviors of neuroticism associate love with suffering um, because this is what a lot of times the person experienced when growing up and love was associated with suffering and you start to push it away, close yourself in, etc. This has also been uh, my experience while growing up with an emotionally unavailable father figure and as you're a child of course you don't understand why the person is closing off to your love or why the person is always working and not there and you don't think that oh yes logically you know as a child the person is uh, working to provide the best for their children and family. So I think this is really important to dig deeper within yourself and look deeper and see what aspects within your own self that are hidden there and that you still associate love in any form with suffering or any other ideas that are really not serving you and your own well-being. So another point to consider and ask yourself Am I drawn to people who bring suffering into my life? Because of course, if this has been your experience and you, if you had even more traumatic childhood growing up where it was only based on suffering, no love whatsoever, uh, then of course, um, you're going to be drawn to those same people who will bring that same suffering that you are accustomed to growing up. Um, because this is what love means to you. And also check yourself to I know when to say no and do I know when to say no when people disrespect me? Because someone who has really shifted this aspect within themselves or someone who has a strong emotional stability, uh, they do not disrespect others but also they do not allow others to disrespect them. So really check with yourself, uh, do I really know when to say no when people disrespect me? Maybe it's a pattern from when you were growing up, you were not allowed to say no, uh, even if it was wrong, you know, from the adults' side. So yeah. Another interesting aspect as well that I have observed is, do I know when to stop working? Because we live in a heavily neurotic society that really pushes 
work hard, don't rest, you know, really pushes working yourself down to the bone and not prioritizing your own well-being. Well, it's shifting a little bit now, but overall, it's very still high neurotic society and um, we want to get out of that mindset and Really, if you don't know how to switch off and if you do switch off, but you don't have that inner peace when you don't work, it's actually a sign that you have pretty high levels of neuroticism. Because if you don't know how to switch off and rest without getting panic attack or without having, you know, not being able to have inner peace within yourself, And then, yeah, you do need to do some internal work to be able to shift this and not really self-sacrificing yourself until you really have nothing else to give. And it's really not a healthy space to be at or a healthy self-image to carry on throughout your life. And really looking deeper on other levels, how I feel is important because a lot of times... Again, if we've grown up in not so healthy environments, how we felt hasn't been prioritized or it's been ridiculed, then yeah, really looking into within yourself because how I feel is important, who I am is important on all these basics and really building yourself up from scratch if you have to do that. And even again, going back to how I feel while I work is also very important because we as a society of a high level of neurotic people (laughs) who lead this world and society, it's been accepted for, you know, us as a society as a whole to work uh, in a way that goes against our bodies, goes against our system and putting it above ourselves. <laughs> so really asking yourself again how I feel while I work is important. Again, going back to this emotional stability, not selling yourself for your own well-being. I think we covered quite a lot in terms of what neuroticism is. I'm sure you get a broad idea or perspective if you didn't already know what this word meant and why am I even using this word so much. I think it's a good way to explain what is going on and once you understand something it is much more easier for you to shift it. Even the fact that you recognize okay I do have some of these aspects within myself it already starts the process of you being able to release and you start to attract the tools the people the resources that you need to be able to like I like to call it grow yourself into maturity if you didn't have a perfect upbringing and perfect parents who knew perfectly well how to grow a human who is emotionally (laughs) 100% stable then yeah you might need some inner work and that's fine so let's go over how to heal and grow yourself into maturity and unfortunately people don't become better with time if you if they don't work on themselves internally and shift some of this stuff, this antique <laughs> emotions that keep coming up and stuff that's holding people back from actually enjoying life and having a drama-free life. Because as you may have seen, 
a 60-year-old can behave as a teenager or as a little child and don't make any sense or, you know, bring up some of these weirdest things that you wouldn't think an adult person would say because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, people, if if you don't work on yourself, improve yourself and heal some of this stuff, you will degrade as a human. Let me quote our uncle Sigmund Freud. And according to him, neurosis is a coping strategy caused by unsuccessfully repressed emotions from past experiences. These emotions overwhelm or interfere with current experience. So this will help you to really understand what is going on. Imagine you're having a beautiful day and you are enjoying your life. You're having the best time of your life. And you have this trigger come up and destroy your whole uh, experience. You start to feel some kind of way and you start to say the weirdest things that don't make sense. So yeah, it's already clear. I'm sure you understand that it's past stuff that you haven't dealt with that my friend you need to clear and this is also something that i have observed in people who have higher levels of neuroticism uh you know when we are for example having an enjoyable time the person can just not allow themselves to let go of all that and fully enjoy the moment and fully enjoy themselves uh no like it's just a shame, you know, to live your whole life and allow this past to dictate rest of your life of how you will not allow yourself to actually thrive and feel amazing throughout life. So my idea how to best, you know, make these triggers or make these traits lessen and lessen or remove them completely is by releasing and making this town in your system called fear smaller 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 until it's completely gone or it's at least very small to a place where it's not interfering with your everyday life until that voice and those triggers don't bother you anymore and why? Because you have built a town within your system called love. I know love is such a broad word, but please feel it in your heart. <laughs> uh, if you grow up and you weren't taught how to love, you were taught how to fear, which is what most humans have been taught by society and by, in general, I mean, all our parents did their best as they knew, of course, how to love. But just in general, I mean, uh, in society, we're fed more fear than love and we're fed and taught how to fear than love. Uh, so what you want to do is make this town within yourself um, that's called fear smaller and this town that's called love bigger. Uh, and this town love starts to show up in everything that you do from how you speak to yourself to how you allow or don't allow others to speak to you. This is a very powerful process, even if it sounds simple. And this is something that I actually go very much in depth with within my program that I have created. 
uh, that's called natural unity becoming whole and creating growth where we go very deep into different aspects of healing connecting deeper to yourself helping you to become whole and complete within yourself so that from this space you can create a life that feels amazing and you know relationships that reflect that back to you but of course just like i mentioned just you realizing and recognizing some of these traits within yourself in your system really opens you up to attracting the healing that you need uh, acceptance is the first step for you to be able to shift anything so really accepting that okay i have high level of neuroticism which basically means high levels of unhealed stuff within my system and triggers um, that i need to shift and heal so that i can grow myself into maturity and not fall back to old patterns that are linked within my system that keep bringing me back into old patterns of behaviors so yeah, accepting that, recognizing that, I accepting that I need to work on this really opens you up to attract whoever is the right person for you to work with. And I invite you to do the free inner child healing meditation that I have uh, shared in my Facebook group and community. I welcome you to that community. It's a community of women and we share and support each other through a life and journey of becoming really whole, empowered and thriving in all areas of your life. It's really incredible to see the changes that you can experience in life once you start actually doing the inner child work. So I highly recommend you taking advantage of that inner child meditation that's available for you and really connecting to your inner child making sure that your inner child knows that you have got yourself at all times and knowing that you are the adult now that will take care of yourself and give you whatever it is that you need or whatever you lacked growing up and really take this seriously so if you were a child and you really craved i don't know or you really wanted a toy that you never got that you still know internally that that inner child wanted, like get that inner child of yours, that toy in the physical and tell your inner child, you know, I am the adult taking care of you now. And just as a symb symbolic gesture to show your subconscious as well, like, hello, I am here, you know, we got this. <laughs> Your subconscious only understands symbolism and symbols. So really connecting, making that link with your inner child and giving it those gifts, whatever she wishes or he wishes. It will, you will be shocked what kind of changes you will see in your life. And not only that, you will be shocked at how you feel, how much more joy you have in life, how much more creativity you have back in life. Because before then, you were not, you know, acknowledging that your inner child is even alive. Like, hello, is anyone there, you know? So now you are asking and gifting your inner child these gifts. Again, even if you do buy that in the physical, like don't feel like, am I going crazy? You are not. You can then give that to someone else, another child. But as long as that 
registers with your subconscious, registers with your inner child that see, we did it, it is real. And that you understand most importantly, I am real, I've got this. And it really hits you really deep. So my friends, take care of yourself. I'm sending you lots of love. Thank you for staying with me all throughout this recording. I hope you learned something new. I hope you discovered something new that can help you throughout your life. And if you did, please let me know and share it with anyone else who would benefit. And other than that, I will see you in my next episode. 